We are here to provide an informative and entertaining method to reach out to our community of Spruce Grove. Our goal is to build connections within our society. If you have any questions or concerns about anything you hear on this podcast, you can email us at sgplpodcast at yrl.ab.ca. Courtney. Hi Simone. We're into March already. Oh my gosh, we are. I'm so glad the snow's melted because there's less chance of me to fall. Oh no. <laughs> yes, clear sidewalks are very nice this time of year. They really are and it's actually kind of a warm breeze outside today. Yes, I monitor the weather religiously. I'm always like, what's the degree? We're in the pluses? Yeah, we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I talked to my dad in England and he's like, oh, it's grey and raining and I think, well, at least the sun's shining. It's funny, I was talking to my friend in Japan mm-hmm. and she's like, uh it's like almost plus 20 here i'm like you shush you they're already having like spring blooms and their flowers and the cherry blossom season (gasps) oh i bet it's so beautiful and i'm looking at her little piles of snow like go away (laughs) i want blooms too this month is also national women's month yes we're gonna talk a little bit about that and then uh we're gonna talk about what else we're talking about we have a special interview (gasps) yes we do with some of our lovely ladies here at the library one in particular the queen of our check-in department sherry a wise person told me this week that we're uh, here for a good time not a long time so let's get into our first segment called housekeeping so for our first piece of housekeeping we are open We are still offering curbside pickup for those who would prefer that. And our hours are Tuesday to Saturday from 10 till 6. So you can come in the library, you can study, you can use our computers, you can check items out, you can browse in the children's area, a maximum of 40 people. And we would love to see your smiling faces again and say hello. So please come in and see us because we've been very lonely without all our wonderful patrons. Uh, Next on our housekeeping list, missed it a scooch, but March 8th was International Women's Day, along with our International Women's History Month. Uh, And we're giving out swag bags. I believe they're on one of those fun wooden kind of palette displays. Yeah, we have a display for uh, Women's History Month with lots of interesting books and movies. The swag bags contain pen, a little wristband, pin, and a selected quote from particularly amazing women. I'm not sure how many swag bags are left at the time of this recording, so grab one if you see one. I think when I burned by coming on here, I still see, I still saw some, so get yours while they're hot. Yes. Before they ran out. <laughs> Speaking of stuff that did run out, um, we did have a new community craft, which was a popsicle birdhouse, but uh, breaking news, this just in, we ran out. They they go really quickly. We even get phone calls for people asking for them, which is so great. I mean, it makes my heart whole. But of course, we will have another new craft in April. Um, and guess what, Simone? I heard it's quite a page turner. <laughs> Clever. <laughs> it took me two years. No, it took me, <laughs> it took me uh, six hours to write that one. <laughs> yes. Stay tuned for more details on that. Another exciting piece of news. We are now lending out board games. Head to our website to see which games are available to borrow. 
Click on the Services tab at the top of our webpage, go to Resources, and you'll find board games and all the ones that we're offering. And there's quite a mix here. Let's see, uh, Exploding Kittens, Twister, Pictionary, and one for younger children. Let's feed the very hungry caterpillar. I did actually play that a few years ago and it was a lot of fun. Bring your family together with a fun board game from SGPL. Pictionary, I remember oh. that came out when I was about 10, so about 30 years ago. And I remember wanting it so badly for Christmas because I love drawing. I made my family pay Pictionary for like a month. <laughs> it's like, don't want to draw any rest of them. Like, you're good at drawing, you're so I can see draw. why you're probably going to like rule this game. You're like, I'm the youngest here and I decide what we do. Yeah, I believe new games will eventually be added to the collection. Like it's kind of just something we're slowly building on. Even more exciting news. We have new doll kits in our children's area. The Canadian Heritage Kits are themed kits that bundle together sets of resources, including a doll, selection of books, and accessories for the doll that fit the character or province region of the kit. We have six new dolls. Let's list those off. Summer from Vancouver, British Columbia. Diana from Cavendish, Prince Edward Island. Sadie from St. John's, Newfoundland. Grace from Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. Quinn from Thunder Bay, Ontario. Uh, Mia from Yellowhead, Northwest Territories. So these six new dolls are in addition to the eight that we currently have, which brings us to a grand total of... Fourteen. Thank you for the math there, Courtney. It took me a while. <laughs> we have dolls that include one as a service dog and one that has a wheelchair. There's all different types of kids. Children will have so much fun with them. I know my stepdaughter just loves it when I bring home one of these heritage kits. Full disclosure, Anna and I were playing with them in the bib room. <laughs> you were testing them out, you yes. mean? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that's exactly what I mean. Yes, good. Also to the new wagon, we have uh, new radon kits available, courtesy of YRL. So what is a radon kit, you ask? Well, I'm glad you did. The kit is designed to teach greater awareness about radon. For more information, you can go to www.ab.lung.ca slash radon. Each kit comes with a radon device, a coiled booklet of instructions, and a survey. If you uh, take out this kit, please take the time to complete the survey. And YRL is very interested to see how these mm -hmm. kits are going with our community. The loan period for the kits are three weeks, and you have up to one renewal if there are no holds on. So now on to... What's your reading? Or watching, or listening, or playing. Okay, well this episode I don't have any books. I actually have a number of books to read. I haven't started reading them yet. I know, for shame. For shame. But I'm going to highlight, first of all, a video game that I've been playing. It's called A Plague Tale Innocence, and it's available on Xbox One and PS4. It's a stealth game, a bit like um, The Last of Us, where you play a girl called Amicia, who's trying to get her little brother Hugo to safety and find a cure for his sickness during very dark, depressing, plague-ridden medieval France. And you have to avoid hordes of infected, man-eating rats and Inquisition soldiers who will kill you at the drop of a hat. So all about being very stealthy, very quiet, there's some puzzles, and it's just, it's kept me on the edge of my seat. The acting is so good, like the voice acting. Um, the graphics are beautiful, soundtrack. I haven't finished it yet. I'm about halfway through. I would highly recommend this game if you like something, like I say, a bit stealthy with a really good storyline. For a movie, I watched Yesterday. just came out on Netflix a few days ago, and it stars Jennifer Garner as a mum who says pretty much no to everything her kids ask. And her and her husband decide to be fun and have a yes day, which means they say yes for one day to everything their kids ask for. Although there are 
few ground rules. I enjoyed this film. My eight-year-old stepdaughter adored it. She says it's her favourite film ever. I can totally see why at the age of eight she would just think this is the best thing because they do stuff like having an ice cream eating contest. They go through a car wash with all the windows down. They have an epic battle with water balloons, go on a ton of roller coasters and so many more things. So yeah, for a kid, imagine that would be like a dream come true and I would have loved that as a kid. As um, a step-parent though, I don't know if I could actually do a yes day. I could maybe do a yes hour or a yes for certain things. Maybe that's what I'd call it. But an entire day of saying yes, I feel it could get very out of control and it does in the movie. There's some lessons to be learned and some reconciliation as any good family film has. It was a lot of fun to watch, but I don't think it would be as much fun in practice. If you've ever tried doing a yes day with your kids, please let us know how it went. Perhaps I'm misjudging it and my stepdaughter's right in that we should have a yes day immediately once COVID's done. I mean, I don't have kids, but that just sounds like a lot of stress. Apparently Jennifer Garner does it every year with her daughters in real life. She's done it for the past five years. She put on Instagram, nothing makes you want to coffee more than having a yes day. I think I need something a bit stronger than a coffee, to be honest. <laughs> a <little> special coffee. <laughs> Irish coffee. <laughs> Oh, and yes, it's just been St. Patrick's Day, so yes, a celebration of that. Happy Irish coffee to you yesterday. Oh my gosh. I mean, maybe if Jennifer Garner was my mom, I would totally be on board for that. Be like, yes, let's do this, mom. Yeah, I mean, she's a, a famous movie star. She has a lot of accessibility to different things, I'm sure. Celebrity friends, so if kids were like, we want to go meet The Rock, we'd probably be like, yeah, sure, I'll just give him a call. Yeah, just pile in, let's go to his house. <laughs> I imagine my stepdaughter being like, we're going to go to Toys R Us and spend the whole day just looking at Barbies. My head just hurts at the thought. So for my uh, what you read and watch and listening and playing, I actually watched a movie. Yay! Holy smokes. <laughs> it's called uh, Knives Out. I believe it's fairly new. I saw it on Rena's staff pick and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. My sister talked about it, how great it was. And I was like, okay, let's, let's try this. So all kinds of like great cast in this. Like there's, because uh, I remember so many people's names. Here we go. Like Chris Evans is in it. Daniel Craig. Oh. The late Christopher Plummer. Jamie Lee Curtis. So it's a kind of a classic like whodunit mystery. Kind of like Agatha Christie kind of. Very Agatha Christie, which is kind of why I was like, ooh. So I was very interested in it. A great film. He's a writer. He writes mystery novels and then he suddenly dies. So now everyone's trying to figure out who killed him, right? Late Christopher Plummer. Yeah, it was funny. Uh, I enjoyed it. I was able to guess the, the whodunner right off the bat. <laughs> oh, well done. I felt so proud. I was like, yes, Agatha Christie would be so proud of me. But yeah, uh, it was really good because sometimes I fear when a movie has lots of famous people and sometimes it just sucks. Mm -hmm. It just, it's like, there's just too much. Everyone's fighting for the spotlight, but this actually balanced everybody out quite nicely. It was, it was funny, even though it's a murder mystery. Mm -hmm. I thought it was funny. Highly recommend. Two books I read. This should be fun. Two books? Two. Well yes. done. Good for me. Uh, so I think Scythe is an older I feel like it's been around for a while and I just kind of caught wind of it uh, by Neil Schusterman. Uh, so it is set in the future where death by natural causes has been pretty much eliminated thanks to advances in technology. So people don't die of old age, disease, they don't, nope, not going to happen. Wow. So basically because it's so advanced, they have to hire these size to go out and kill people. Oh, because of overpopulation. Right. So they got to control it somehow. And since nature can't take its natural course, they hire, well, I shouldn't say hire it's kind of like a job people's job to go out and 
kill people. And there's like an advanced computer system known as the Thunderhead, which I think it was just hilarious because he talks about how the cloud, and we all know what the cloud is. We should do. It uh, basically uh, evolves so much so that it becomes this over-controlling thing called the Thunderhead that controls all of society. And then you find out that the group of the size are the only ones that actually are controlled by humans. Everything else is controlled by the Thunderhead. Like, literally everything else. That is scary. So scary. That was a good read. Um, Once again, kind of like the Hunger Games style, you know, it was a YA novel, so easy read. I believe there's two more books in the series, which I haven't read, but I'll have to get on that. Highly recommend. So good. Now, the other book I read, it's called Wicked Fox uh, by Kat Cho. I'm going to butcher this because it is a Korean style novel, another YA, so quick, easy read. Mm-hmm. Probably around the time COVID started, I got really into Korean dramas on Netflix. Oh, huge. Like, yeah, there's I, some good ones. Oh my gosh. Like, I watched them pretty much them all. Like, It's Okay to Not Be Okay, Crash Landing on You. Love Alarm just came out with the second season. I don't know why. It just gave me such life when COVID happened and everything shut down. I was like, I I need some good feels. And this just hit my mark for some reason. (laughs) I'm like, this is what I need. Really gorgeous looking people in drama with fabulous clothes, living life, but still just... This book is about, and I apologize for my pronunciations. I am by no means Korean. I mean, no offense whatsoever. I think all the Korean dramas in the world has not prepared me enough for this. 18-year-old uh, Gu Myung has a secret. She's a... Uh, basically, she's a nine-tailed fox who must devour the energy of men in order to survive. So because so few obviously believe in um, old tales because this is set more in present day. And with so many evil men, no one will miss. Uh, the modern city of Seoul is the perfect place to hide and hunt. But after feeding one full moon, Myung crosses the path with uh, Jihoon, a human boy, uh, being attacked by a goblin deep in the forest. So against her better judgment, she violates the rules of survival to rescue the boy, uh, losing her fox speed in the process. And then it kind of goes into a lovely kind of romance with herself and this young boy. Yeah, good read. It was interesting learning more about the Korean lore, because I know a little bit more about the Japanese lore, mm-hmm. so it was great to see the overlap. Sounds beautiful, like the, the visuals of it. Like just imagine a nine-tailed fox. And I just got the second book because I made, I did the same thing again. I was like, oh, this book looks good. That's the second book. Damn it! Oh, <laughs> so you went back to the first. So I went back to the first. So yeah, Wicked Fox is the first. And the second one is called Vicious Spirits. So I have to read that one. I'll let you know how that one goes. What's happening in Spruce Grove? So exciting news, FCSS spring programs are now open for registration. They will be virtual due to COVID. I'll be so glad when we don't have to say due to COVID anymore. One day that'll happen. Uh, Registration is required to participate in the program. To find out more, visit sprucegrove.org or call 780-962-962. 7618. Programs are free, so just give them a call to register. Uh, next, we have the Spring Break Lego Challenge. So you can join Edson and District Public Library. And they partnered with the Edson FCSS Community Development Team. So from March 25th to April 2nd for Spring Break, which is perfect timing, mm-hmm. they have a Lego Challenge for ages uh, 8 to 14. Uh, so this challenge will be, from zero quote, Edson themed and have daily Lego building challenges and a week-long big build challenge. That sounds fun. And the best part is there's daily prizes to be drawn. There's an one overall prize where all participants will be entered. So that's exciting. And then, of course, the one big prize for the winner of the big build. It's all in capitals. I have to announce it. <laughs> 
As we mentioned at the start of the show, March is Women's History Month, so join us and other libraries in track in commemorating and encouraging the study, observance and celebration of the vital role of women in history. As we mentioned here, we have a display and some swag bags for International Women's Day. So International Women's Day was on March 8th and has occurred for well over a century, with the first International Women's Day gathering in 1911, supported by over a million people. Today, International Women's Day belongs to all groups, collectively everywhere. It sees a number of missions to help forge a gender-equal world, celebrating women's achievements and increasing visibility while calling out inequality. And we'll come back to Women's History Month a bit later in the show. Another day we missed. Simone, did you want to talk a little bit about that one? And I've got to talk to you about my revelation with this and how long it took me to figure this one out. I think I know what your revelation is. March 10th was International Mario Day. All the fans of that sneaky plumber. This was a great day. My favourite character is Yoshi. I'm, I'm hoping that Yoshi is included in International Mario Day. Where would Mario be without being able to ride on Yoshi and collect coins and get into all the tricky places? Exactly. And you don't know, for all our listeners, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get real with you guys, how long it took me to figure out why March 10th was International Mario Day. How how old were you? Were you? Oh, how many years of t- how many years old was Were I? Today is old. It was well. It whenever I wrote this script, so maybe a week ago, <laughs> years old. <laughs> I could not figure it out. I'm like, why is March 10th National Mario Day? I mean, that's that's fine because you know, like May the fourth, mm-hmm. like that makes sense for uh, a Star Wars Star day. Star Wars, yeah, yeah. Like May the fourth be with you. Mm-hmm. Totally get it. But I was just, Mom, do you know why it's March 10th? Because the shortened version of March is M A R, and the date is is the 10th, which is one zero, and together that makes the word Mario. Am I right? You're absolutely right. <laughs> so if you were like myself and didn't know that, now thank you, Simone, the more you know. That's, <laughs> it was It was a good day. And then I'm like, wait a minute, I'm sure everyone already knows this. <laughs> Trail connection between Spruce Grove and Stony Plain is moving forward. We mentioned this in one of our earlier podcasts that they had been in talks. The communities of Spruce Grove and Stony Plain are another step closer to a shared trail connection. Spruce Grove City Council approved a motion to move forward with developing the connection during the March 8th council meeting. This trail will make commuting between the two communities more accessible and safer for those using alternative modes of transport. That is so exciting. That is very exciting. Yes. So continuing our theme of women's history, Courtney has put together some of the funniest quotes and she's going to share some of those with us right now. I had no idea how to get guys to notice me. I still don't. Who cares? Mindy Pauling. Uh, Rashida Jones. Mostly though, college was me trying to look cooler than I was. There were definitely some Carhartt jeans and backward Kangol caps in my repertoire. I used to have a backward Kangol cap. It was grey. And for anyone wondering what they look like, they're the hats that Samuel L. Jackson still wears all the time. Those are the <laughs> backward Kangol caps and I wore the heck out of it back in the 90s. So I am with you on that machine. So from Olivia Wilde, when is my phone going to learn that I never ever meant to write Doctor? I'm sure we can all relate to this. Glorious autocorrect. Yes. Oh, my girl Zoe Chanel. I tried to attempt to have your glorious bangs when I was in high school. I, I didn't measure up, so I apologize. But she has to say, I accidentally entered a youth pageant when I was 14. That's like a beauty pageant, but without the beauty. It was terrible. I can't imagine doing any type of pageant when I was 14. Oh my gosh, the horror. <laughs> 
So, married with children star Christina Applegate, I have such respect for women who go through pregnancy multiple times. I thought it was beautiful being pregnant. The aftermath is brutal. This quote from author and comedian Amy Sedaris. On the off chance that you have children, don't clean up at all. As children, my brother and sister and I loved waking up early and playing cocktail parties with the leftover debris. What a childhood, that's amazing. <laughs> Some of you might be able to relate to this from Chelsea Handler. Obviously, if I was serious about having a relationship with someone long term, the last people I would introduce him to would be my family. So from our lovely leading lady of all time, we have Miss Betty White. Her beautiful quote, for us is vodka is a kind of hobby. Couldn't have said it better, Betty. Oh, yes. Actress Sandra Bullock. The Hollywood I know has allowed me opportunity after opportunity to keep doing new things and not send me out to pasture. I don't want to go to pasture. It's cold. I'm allergic to grass and the cows are mean. They do move quite aggressively sometimes. Yes. From the lovely Claire Danes, I should be so lucky to be a misfit. I aspire to be a misfit. Legendary comedian Carol Burnett. People invite me to dinner, not because I can cook, but because I like to clean up. I get immediate gratification from Windex. Yes, I do windows. Uh, Jennifer Fisher says, I'm not prepared for a zombie apocalypse. I need more bottled water, a shotgun, and stronger abs. Girl, me too. I have plenty of canned food. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so relatable. <laughs> So going back to my quote of needing something stronger than coffee to drink after doing a yesterday, Megan McCulley says, I'll quit coffee. It won't be easy drinking my Bailey's straight, but I'll get used to it. It'll still be the best part of waking up. So we have the fabulous Wanda Sykes. I'm here today because I hate everything else. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Wanda Sykes. That's amazing. <laughs> So here's something inspirational from Kristen Wiig. I used to carry my dad's empty guitar case around the neighborhood because I wanted people to think I played the guitar. I would put Flintstone vitamins in it in case I got tired so I could pop some and keep walking. Did you have Flintstone vitamins? I certainly did. I did too. <laughs> and look where we are now. Yes. I don't have pet peeves like people. I have some kennels of irritation. From actress Eddie Falco. I actually washed my window once and it fell through. It was being held together by dirt. It's a clean freak myself. That's terrifying. <laughs> Something meaningful about that. Yep. We have some unbelievable facts on women. Women see 20% more color than men because of genetic mutation. Oh, that's cool. That makes us sound like we're X-Men. We are. Which X-Men would you want to be? Oh, wow. Um, Storm. Yes. Oh, she's so good. Or Jean Grey, because she was just freaking fabulous. Yeah, she was. Women have a larger pupil than men and blink 19 times in a minute, whereas men only blink 11 times. In 1882, Maria Beasley created the life raft. Thank you, Maria. You have saved many lives. Josephine Garris Cochran created the dishwasher in 1886. Thank you so much for doing this because I lived in an apartment for a few years that didn't have a dishwasher. And when I moved into my house that did, it was just the most amazing thing. Putting all my dirty plates and cups in a machine and having them come out sparkling. The first computer programmer was a woman named Ada Lovelace. I believe... I thought we did something, remember, last year when we did our makerspace things? We were going to. And we were had Ada Lovelace on there, and we were like, oh. Googling. Yes, we have to figure out a way to have a program about Ada Lovelace. She was an amazing woman. The electric refrigerator was designed by Florence Harpart in 1913. Anna Canelli engineered the fire escape in 1887. It was so practical. It's yeah, great. right? Marion Donovan invented disposable diapers in 1946. Now, there is definitely the argument that they're not 
not great for the environment. There is also your child needs its diaper changed a lot and disposable diapers are just so convenient and I can't even imagine having cloth diapers that you have to rewash. And to any parents out there who do have those, more power to you. I couldn't do it. Here's a fact that you might not know. The circular saw was discovered by Tabitha Babbitt in the 18th century. So all of you who like going into your garage and using the circular saw, you can thank Tabitha for that. So on average, women eat about four pounds or 1.8 kilograms of lipstick in her lifetime. And I, I just preface that with ew. Yeah, see that? You're eating something and the lipstick gets on it. I don't think it's, you know, literally chewing the lipstick. No. Unless you're a toddler. I could see you doing it then. Yeah, I mean, now because of COVID within masks, I don't wear lipstick. So yeah, you do. Yum, 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 yum. And finally, women in ancient Greece used to lighten their hair with plant extracts or arsenic. Well, that is intense. Oh, the pain for beauty, I'm telling you. That is some fierce hair maintenance. So that wraps up our celebration of women for Women's History and International Women's Day. Now, for our interview, we have a very special guest, library assistant, check-in and ILL queen of SGPL, Miss Sherry Rock. Sherry. Thank you very much, Simone. It's so good to have you here. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> okay, so we are going to ask you some questions to know a bit more about you. Okay. Your role here at the library. Okay. Okay, let's jump right in. How did you start in the library world? Oh, that is an easy question. Kids, I love kids. Don't get me wrong. I <laughs> am uh, 55 years old, single. I have a dog, Diego. But I'll tell you, I worked at a daycare for 18 years. Kids, I love you, but I needed a break. Mm. You know what? I need a major change. And so I thought, what do I love in this world? And I thought, I love books. I love books. I love movies. I love magazines. I wanted to go into it. So there I started. How long have you worked in the library industry? Well, let's see here. As we think back in years, uh, it was nine. Oh boy. I've been here at this library for 10 years. So literally. So 10 years. So because I graduated then 10 years ago and then they hired me then part time and then two weeks later, full time. So, uh, So you've been here since 2011? And yes. Is this the first library you've worked at or did you work at other ones before? No, nope, this is it. Oh, me too. <laughs> this is where I started. It's a great library to work at and I love it for that. It really is. Yeah, this is where I started and where I'll finish. Exactly. Me too. And where did you take your library technician course? I thought, you know what? I lived on the south side of Edmonton. So I thought, let's go to Grant McEwen. I got accepted there. I went there and I'll tell you, it I was a second oldest one in the class all the other ones were kids and you know you had to take care of these kids you know um they helped me trust me uh the computer was a was a new thing
thing for me <laughs> and uh, they showed me how to do it from day one and it's been trial run from then on mm-hmm. and so it, it's been great. That's fantastic. Yeah well it was two years and then I worked part-time then on the weekend mm-hmm. and uh, it was pretty good. And now here you are. Here I am loving it. Wonderful. Thank you Simone. What is your favorite or most memorable moment or story about working at SGPL? Boy that's tough to remember but I guess my probably my favorite thing was probably a week ago literally oh because then the library became completely open oh yes and because of the COVID the library was closed but we would uh you give us a phone call and we would deliver it to your car curbside pickup and so but I guess then everything's been getting better slowly we're getting our vaccines and so the library was open and it just made me so happy to see people come in I know everyone's wearing a mask but I know underneath their mask their big smiles when they come and they get their holds and they come in the shelves and go looking for a book and to me that makes me happy and it's so neat to see the children here too I think you put that perfectly (laughs) us reopening has been very neat I know you do a lot of things here at the library but what is it specifically that you do day by day and responsibilities here Okay, when I come in then, I work in the back, kind of hidden away, but yet I stop by all the time to the front and bring in carts full of holds. When people take an item out, they have to return it. And when you return it, it has to be checked back in. So it gets dropped off outside into two mail slots, one for movies, one for books, and then it gets dropped inside the library into two big bins. And then I, in the back then, have to check it in and send it either back here into our library if it's stays here or send it to what other library it's going to and so I work in the back doing that and then also also pick up holds so if you are a patron and you want a specific book but you just saw it online and you just put a request in one of our staffs sometimes it'll be me me for a couple hours I will go hunting throughout the shelves and find them and bring them in check them in and off it goes that's what I do in the very in the back and then I bring a cart then trust me carts are precious to us we bring a cart full of holes to the front so then in when you come and you get a message that says your item has come in then you go to the holds and sometimes like right now it's pretty full because so many people are just loving this you're not seen but you are essential to the library being successful and running smoothly that's right and it's fun to do that it's like a quiet hidden person I love it you're the mysterious person behind the curtain Grrr, I makes, love it makes the whole machine run smoothly it's right it's gotta and it's gotta work one way or another and you work with uh gloria work with gloria and she's a little older than me and she keeps me in line (laughs) so uh trust me uh you always need someone to keep you in line whether it be younger or older Mm -hmm. so there you go yeah gloria (laughs) keeps us all in line oh yes she does and finally what advice would you give to people looking into getting into a career in the library well if you're going into it go into it with a full heart a full heart ready to learn lots of information but yet at the same time you're not going to find a textbook that says do this 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 and this it's basically trial and error but don't forget one thing that you do need to do is you're learning all this stuff learning 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 but you need to stop part way through and then towards the end and relax one thing I do to relax for our staff too is my favorite and I think their favorite is chocolate and I have in my hand here big thing of diet Pepsi I'll tell you you just you need to think life 
libraries are, are dry because you don't want it too moist because it could damage a book or a magazine, mm -hmm. a newspaper, because it's dry. That's okay. <laughs> Every now and again, I'll put a little bit of chocolate on our staff room because we just need a little bit of treat sometimes. And you know, there's nothing wrong with a little bit of chocolate. Yes, you do spoil us, Sherry. Well, we are very lucky. Well, it's good. And it's good to be spoiled. Their smiles to me make me happy. And not only that is once your mind is happy, you've got a smile on your face, then you're off and ready to learn some more. That's so true. Well, thank you for everything you do for us staff here at the library. Oh, and you are welcome. all the hard work you do to get the books and items out to our patrons. You are welcome. <laughs> if you would like to be a special guest or you have any questions, concerns, or any great episodes ideas, you can send them to us at sgplpodcast at yrl.ab.ca. And we would love to get some fan mail that we can read out on the air. That's it for us. So tune in next time for another exciting episode of Behind the Stacks. Bye. Bye. Bye.